Oh, hello and welcome back to another edition of Let's Talk Ghosts. We are now part two, part two, because you know we did this all and then forgot to record it or something. I don't know. It didn't seem to save anyway. So <laughs> anyway, we are in a season two. Um, so we are yeah, into our second year of doing this podcast, and we're having Merry a lot Christmas. of and we're having a lot of fun with it. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Uh, what we thought we would start with today is actually something that we we started with in our recap episode. One of the things we talked about was the Ouija brothers, whom we had initially found earlier in the year, yeah. and then uh, found some more stuff later on. So we thought we would just carry on because we found a whole bunch more stuff that we started watching today and yesterday about them. So yeah. just a reminder, the Ouija brothers are two fellas. I don't know if they're really brothers, but I don't care. Um, the names are Stay and Griff, and sometimes they investigate together. But we've also found a lot of episodes where Stay just investigates on his own. Yeah. The episode that we saw yesterday that we did for our, our I guess it isn't yesterday now, it is for us. Anyway, it's for our recap episode was one where Stay took his family to the Pontefract house, so 30 East Drive, and they spent the night. Now, to be fair, I give these kids a lot of props, a lot of guts to go into this house and investigate. Yeah. And the youngest is 10, and then they have the two teenagers as well. So, I mean, they're not little, little kids, but they're not, you know, grown-ups either. Yeah. So it was pretty good. A lot of noises and bangs and bumps and yeah. one of the things that they showed us was this toe technique, he called it. Now, I don't know how popular this is or how much other people have done it, but they were all sitting in the living room. They had been watching some television when they heard some thumps from upstairs. As any ghost hunter will go, so do you hear that? Yeah. Well, after a couple more thumps, the, the kid, the 10-year-old said, no, that's me. And... He, he said, no, it's not you. He goes, yeah, it's me. And and then a few more thumps later, the kid actually explained that it's him inside his shoes crunching his toes or yeah. bending his toes. Yeah. And the sound was reverberating through the shoes, I guess, into the floor, and sounded like it was coming from upstairs. Yeah. As you were saying earlier, it did sound that... It was behind them in another room, and unless you listen to it mm -hmm. again, you could pinpoint it in in the same room. Yeah, yeah. He so he was saying that if it's just a couple of thumps, it really does sound like it's coming from elsewhere, yeah. upstairs or behind you or whatever. But if there's a a series of thumps, more than a couple, yeah. then your ear can yeah. actually figure out that it's yeah. right there. And the kid took off his shoes and socks and showed you how he scrunched his toes and how it happened. Yeah. And then he put back his shoes on and you could hear. He'd say, make a thump, and it, he made the thump and you could hear it. So it was really kind of interesting. If you don't have time to watch the full episode, which is yeah. about an hour's an hour. worth, yeah. he took a clip, that clip out where the kid shows him how, how they debunked this sound, and it's about seven minutes long, yeah. and it is on their their YouTube channel, and I'll link to it in the information below yeah. so that you can see uh, what it is. 
it is very telltale-ish for thump sounds. And that it actually draws into question every other time you hear thumps and there's people around. Like, are they also aware of this toe technique thing? You know? And and I'm wondering now, how much is it being done as the person is aware or unaware that they're even making yeah. the sound? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everybody is trying to fake it. But, I mean, you could be making the sound and not even what know that you're doing it. I'm saying they could be making the sound and not even be aware that they're doing it. Yes. You know, like if they're not connecting the fact that they're, yeah, if they're not connecting that they're scrunching their toes and it's making that sound, then, you know, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It was interesting. It was really interesting to to see that and to have him actually show us yeah. how it worked. Yeah. The kid was was really good about it. And he's 10 years old and he debunked it in seconds. Yeah. That, that was cool. Anyway, so the next episode, after they spent um, an hour showing us that that video, and then that was a whole night thing, which was actually cute. I liked how the girl, the two of the older kids came. They were going to do a private vigil, just them while mom and dad and the younger boy were outside. And it was they're actually doing pretty yeah, good. Um, they've yeah, obviously good. watched dad investigate yeah. before, maybe even been on investigations with dad before. Anyway, they come downstairs. They're already a little tense and nervous. And suddenly they hear, and they go running, screaming out the back door. And finally, Stay does tell them that it was actually him knocking on the window so that they would leave and come on out. So, (laughs) I mean, you got to give him some credit for for coming clean. clean. And not uh, lying about things yeah. to try to make it more dramatic. That's one of the but things the I kids, like about these guys. The kids did amazing, though. They did. They did. And, you know, seeing those kids makes it, I feel better about our field now. Well, you know that the next generation of ghost hunters or, or paranormal investigators are getting a good base. Yeah, they're learning yeah. things. Well, you because know, we like these guys yeah. for that reason yeah. Yeah. that and they do. Yeah, and, they're yeah. truthful, and they'll tell you that they don't always get stuff. Yeah, and you know, and that's you know that's important. They like, have a good work ethic. Like, I had no one. Mm-hmm. You had no one. And, uh, you know, you, you just learn as you go, yeah. but, you know, but being, these kids have someone experienced yes, teaching, yeah, them. teaching them. So I think that's really, really, yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and I both kind of learned on our own, sort of picked up things here and there yeah. and, and yeah. Well before TV. Well, long before TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yeah. So the next episode that we saw from, uh, the Ouija brothers was, their Halloween live stream event. Yeah. Obviously, it's not live now. It is just showing. I thought YouTube. it was. <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> um, smart ass. Mm. It's called This House Terrifies Me, The World's Most Haunted House. And obviously, again, it's 30 East Drive. So it seems to be our YouTube was picking up all these 30 East Drive uh, yeah. Pontifrac, um streams. So again, this one. And it went on for close to an hour as well. And they had different guests come in, guests that I'm not familiar with. They obviously are UK investigators and things, but, and that's okay. They also had some interviews. Once they interviewed the original owner of that house, 
And he didn't seem overly thrilled or under, overly concerned about the no. hauntings. I don't think, no. you know, he never said anything happened to him. No. Happened to his wife, but she wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. And so they moved out. Like, no big deal there. The next fellow who they talked to was actually the current owner. Yeah. And um, he obviously cares about this house because he's put money into fixing it up. Yeah. Uh, we watched this some episodes about this house, oh gosh, years ago. Nick and Katrina. Nick and Katrina were there. Um, uh, the Buzzfield guys, Buzzfeed guys yeah. were there. And, and uh, the house Katrina was not in. And Ozzy's uh, kid. Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the house wasn't in very good condition back then. You could yeah. see, you know, the kitchen was in rough shape and there's, you know, wallpaper, you know, ripping off and stuff. Yeah. And so now, I mean, it is much nicer. Obviously, this fella's put money into cleaning it up. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, if this house is truly going to stay around for a while, and obviously, I mean, it's part of, it's a duplex. There's a house next door and it's lived in. Yeah. So you want to make sure it stays in decent shape. Yeah. And, you know, having a, this place in decent shape will make people want to come, pay the money to stay and do their investigating. Yeah. yeah. So so this one was a really good one. Lots of little things gone on. Yeah. But I mean, nothing major. Nothing major until he freaked himself out. Well, that was in the other one. The next one. He didn't freak himself out in the live stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The live stream was just a bunch of them investigating and they heard some thumps and bumps but yeah. but nothing really major it was it was okay yeah. it was good for history yeah um and then they they did have a after all the people were there they had a mini investigation there wasn't as much time left over for that yeah still they didn't catch much it was the next episode that was a bit more interesting more yeah. entertaining and that was, um, he called it, 48 Hours Alone in the World's Most Haunted House. And that was stay uh, staying there for 48 hours. It was like a paranormal lockdown, yeah. you know, 30 East Drive style. And he had was there already for a couple of hours before he started turning on his camera. Yeah. And I guess he had some people there helping him set up and, and do whatever. And and for the little first little bit, it was it was actually kind of slow and sluggish getting things going. Yeah, he was you know kind of looking for obviously looking for stuff and yeah. I don't know how much how much looking around he did before he because he's been to this house so many times. But if I was alone going to do this investigation, I would have every door. I would look behind every door, every closet. <laughs> Just because I want to make sure there's nobody there but me. Yeah. And he didn't seem to do that. He was like freaking out over the closet. And if he heard a thump or a bump, well, you know, open the door. Open the damn door. Yeah. Look, yeah. are you hearing something? It's a duplex. I also wonder how much you hear yeah. from the house next yeah. door. Because I've lived in duplexes before. Yeah. I have heard the people next door thumping and bumping. Yeah. I've heard Screaming voices. And, yeah. yeah. When he did the, the family thing, that voice they captured in the middle of the night when everybody was sleeping, right. that was creepy. Yeah. That yeah. was creepy because that was yeah. definitely, yeah. I don't believe, from the no. house next door. No. They got a, yeah, it was a, it was a voice. And I don't know what it said. It was a little bit garbled. Yeah. But there was a male voice. Yeah. And they did. sound pissed off. Yeah. It sounded a little bit annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was good. None of that happening in the 48 hours alone. So yeah, 
who knows what truly happened there. Um, but, you know. The, the second day is when it got fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was early in the evening. He hadn't had a lot of sleep. Not because there were things keeping him awake, but because he was afraid to go to sleep, I think. Mm. And anyways, it was, what, 7 or 8 o'clock at night, he said. Yeah. It was still daylight out. Yeah. And he said things were starting to pick up. He started to freak himself out. And you can see how his anxiety level is going up and up and up. I'm a firm believer. more equipment going, too. Yeah. So that adds to the the level of tension. His level of tension. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just... His his anxiety is going up, and I think sometimes when your anxiety goes up, these spirits can feed off of that. Oh yeah, they, they live for that stuff. I mean, I would if I was a ghost. I was like, oh yes, let's go scare him some more because you know it's entertaining. <laughs> but he was freaking himself out, and at that point, I really think he should have gone outside, cleansed himself, centered himself, and then gone yeah. back in because yeah. he could have just sat on the porch for a few minutes and. Breathed yeah. and sorted himself out. Woosa, but, <laughs> but he didn't. Yeah. He stayed inside and, and got himself into this anxiety state. Yeah. And, uh, and then eventually uh, he heard some big thump and he called a couple of friends to come over. Yeah. And then they finished the night with him. That was interesting. Once his friends, a couple, when they sort of got settled and they started doing an actual investigation... We didn't see a lot of it because yeah. it's, a lot of it is going to be on the Friends YouTube channel, which I totally missed what it's called. So I'm sure it'll show up in our feed sometime yeah. and we'll find it. <laughs> what I found interesting, they were upstairs. They were, I don't know where they were. In he put the, his camera on a chair in this closet. No, coal room. Coal room. Okay, coal room. The door they left open, I guess it was just so it could take a, a yeah. look into the hallway or wherever yeah. that was. Get a clean shot out of the hallway. So they go downstairs from where they were upstairs and they see the chair and the camera is on the floor under the chair. Yeah. They heard a crash. Is that, that, is that what took them downstairs? That, yeah. That took them downstairs and uh, the guy says, oh my, you know. Yeah, like, your, your camera's on the floor. Yeah. So they go down and find it. It isn't just falling off the chair. It is under the chair. And, and it was too close to the wall to get in that situation. I don't think it could have fallen, because that yeah. nice big screen yeah. there couldn't have fallen off to the side. It couldn't have fallen the, through the back of the chair because of yeah. that big screen. Yeah, and light. And it wouldn't have fallen off of the the front of the chair because that's impossible. Uh, uh, so how did it get under yeah. the chair? Yeah. The light's still on. Yeah. But it wasn't recording anymore. No, because it's not the card out. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah. And so a whole bunch of that stuff, everything from being in that room didn't register. Yeah. Which is strange because you'd think... If it was in there and, you know, it's recording and then, then it fell and knocked the card out. Then yeah. from that point yeah. on, it yeah. would lose. But it lost that entire Tire. bit. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because the stuff up to that point was there. Yeah. The stuff, you know. After. Yeah. Well, after, because I had to put the card back yeah. in and start over. But, yeah. yeah. 
That is, that is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. And it really was like somebody went, poof, knocked yeah. it off and underneath the, the chair. Yeah. Like, wow. Or kicked it under the chair or whatever they did. I don't know. I don't know. But it was under the chair, not yeah. off to the side. Sitting up straight yeah. under the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Very, very weird. Yeah. And there was nobody else in the house, just the three yeah. of them at that point. Yeah. And it's, you know, getting late. So, yeah. but holy cow. That was interesting. That was an interesting one. Yeah. And like you said, you know, if you're trying to look for ghosts in Pontefract, they won't come out. Yeah. That other fellow, Dave, said that it's it's known in ghost hunting in that group, that, that area, that if you go trying to get evidence from that ghost there, you're not going to get it. That ghost seems to respond, or that spirit, whatever, seems to respond more when you're not paying attention to it. Yeah. So that would be the trick. That would be the trick, just to go and want to spend yeah. the yeah. night there or the weekend there and then just see what happens. Yeah. You know, quit trying to engage with it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that he, he uh, Stay said, did you hear about the marble in the kitchen? Did you miss that? You were busy. He had a marble that was upstairs. Now he decided he's going to, this is the place that the marble, about the marbles, unless you're most haunted, in which case it's rocks, right? And everything's got to be thrown. Anyway, the marble, he, he took the marble from the top of the stairs and threw it downstairs and it went into the kitchen. He knew that it went into the kitchen. He goes downstairs and a little while later and, and out of nowhere, he's, he, he looks at the spoon that's on the counter and the marble is in the spoon. (laughs) And he said, he did say, honestly, I remember coming down here. I remember seeing it on the floor by in front of the sink, mm-hmm. but I don't remember picking it up and putting it on the counter. He said, I might have, but I don't remember doing that. Yeah. So I, I do like this this guy. I like this team yeah. because they're, they're honest about what they're finding and yeah. they're honest about what they do and don't do. Yeah. At least as far as we know. Right? Yeah. So... So yeah, that's cool. This green marble just kind of showed up in the spoon, and yeah. like, wow, yeah. that was weird. That reminded me of the Blackwell ghost in the bowl, yeah. the yeah. bowl in the basement. Oh, yeah. if you haven't listened to our episode on the Blackwell ghost, you might want to go back and do that. There yes. is a documentary on Tubi. The creepiest, holy shit, investigation I've ever ever seen to date yeah yeah and this guy started out as kind of skeptical wanting to find proof and he found it scary as hell i would recommend that one a thousand times over it's called the blackwell ghost but anyway we were back to talking about the pontefract (laughs) with the ouija brothers and i know that there's going to be more videos about this we're probably not going to review all those ones now yeah. because he says he's been there 20 times and i'm quite certain he's recorded a few of those yeah. episodes not just the few that we've seen so yeah. so it was really really good the, the 48 hours alone was pretty good yeah it was um, good yeah it got like i said it got better as his anxiety was going up obviously he's he's freaking out a little yeah. bit and yeah. and that's when things started to happen yeah so it was it was good. The bang. The big the bang, yeah. Big bang. That's the one that scared him and then he texted his yeah. friend to come over. Yeah. He said it was so loud he fell back into the grill of the fireplace. Yeah. That's it startled him so much. So I don't know where it came from. The one thing that I do remember about that house and and we commented on it at the time was 
um, a lot of the, the frosted doors that were dividing, you know, closing off yeah. one room from the other. And I, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know why anybody would want to do that because if you saw a shadow on the opposite side, I don't think I'd, I would be happy. No. <laughs> I'd be a little freaked out. Those are the doors I would have left open so I could yeah. see through them. Yeah. Don't get, I just keep remembering that video of that girl in the, the pantry. The pantry. It's a little short video on YouTube. And it's a pantry. There's nobody in there. Frosted door. And suddenly you see these hands come up in a face almost touching the window. Oh, God. Oh, God. I would be out the door, down the street, and gone in seconds. Yeah, something like that. Just bizarre. You got to wonder what was there before before that house was built, maybe, or before that pantry was built. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Anyway... That is today's episode of Let's Talk Ghosts. Always happy to have you around. We are happy to share what we found. I will leave links to the Ouija Brothers episodes that we have referenced today in the information. By all means, go check them out. They're certainly worth your time. Yes, they are. Have any thoughts, ideas for people you would like us to review? Drop us a message. We're happy to, to take a look. Yeah. Have yourselves a good afternoon or a good evening, depending where you are. Yeah. Globally, because we know we're global now. (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. Bye now.